We had to interrupt this podcast episode to tell you about one of our favorite companies as a photographer, Pixaloo. Pixaloo has some amazing tools to help photographers' lives so much easier. They have the most stunning client gallery delivery setup, Smart Slides, which offers beautiful and seamless slideshows you can put together in just a few minutes for your clients, and my personal favorite tool, Smart Albums. Smart Albums is the easiest way to create custom layouts for your clients' photo albums. They have changed the game when it comes to album design, and I truly would not want to offer client albums unless I had access to Smart Albums. Smart Albums has a feature to automatically design the layouts of an album for you, or you can effortlessly create a custom layout by dragging and dropping photos right where you want them. It used to take me hours to design a wedding album, but ever since I got Smart Albums, it takes me no time at all. I can literally design a whole book within just a few minutes. One of the best features in Smart Albums is that it allows you to send your digital album designs to your clients with their cloud-proofing feature. So your clients can see what the inside of their album will look like before it goes to print. This is great because clients can make notes on each page that they want to make adjustments to, making communication with your clients so easy and satisfaction guaranteed. If you want to try any of Pixie Lou's amazing tools to make your photography business thrive, use our discount code EQUIPPED15 at checkout for 15% off of your purchase or renewal of your subscription with Pixie Lou. Discount information can also be found in our show notes. Welcome back to the Equipped Creatives Podcast. We are so excited to have you back this week for another episode of the podcast. And today's episode is a fun but also juicy episode. This is going to be a fun chatty episode where we sit down and ask each other questions we haven't asked each other before in our friendship. So how well do we actually know each other? Stay tuned. You're listening to the Equipped Creatives Podcast with Tony from Tony Marie Photography and Julia from Julia Kathleen Photography. Two girls from opposite coasts who started their photography passions in high school have since turned their hobbies into full-time photography and education businesses. Whether you're a photographer, creative entrepreneur, or you simply just want to hang out and talk about life together, you're in the right place. This podcast will leave you feeling inspired, prepared, and most importantly, equipped to take on your creative dreams. All right, I'm so excited for this episode. It's going to be it's going to be a different episode, but it's going to be good and Tony, I'm so excited to ask you these questions. And I know. Yes, I'm so excited. I wrote down a list of questions that Tony has not seen before, and she's also done the same for me. So we're going to be asking these questions. Just It's going to be our raw, honest <laughs> answers. So <laughs> I'm excited. But um, before we get into the questions, I just kind of wanted to sit down and chat and just kind of catch up because I feel like we haven't done that in some of our recent podcast episodes. So, So let's do it. I know. We always talk about that. We're like, we love listening to other podcasts that are more just like chit chatty. And it's funny because like Julie and I always talk about how we want it to be a very like, like kind of that style podcast, but also we want to give like actual great substantial content for people who want to learn from us and like more on the business side of things. But then we also want to just be friends with you guys and just kind of like chit chat and just talk about our life and kind of catch up and things that are happening in real time. So yeah, we thought we would just kind of maybe start to implement that into some of the episodes and let us know what you guys think about that and, you know, DM us or comment and let us know 
if that's something that you want to see more of. But how yep. are you, Julia? <laughs> I'm doing good. I I feel like things are just now starting to pick up after the holidays, so I'm kind of like getting back into the swing of things. I got super sick after Christmas, so finally now feeling better and just like excited for the rest of the year. <laughs> oh my gosh, last night I shot an elopement and it was a torrential downpour. <laughs> Oh my gosh, you were texting me about that. I hate shooting in downpour rain like that. It's just not fun. It's not fun. And I should have brought more rain gear because I have it at my house, but I just didn't put it in my car because we picked a a pocket of sun spot and we were like, it's going to be fine. And um, halfway during the ceremony, it just started downpouring. And luckily we had clear umbrellas and towels and stuff like that. So it was okay. And uh, the bride was such a trooper. I just, oh my gosh, she was just like, let's just go for it. It doesn't matter what happens. They just, <laughs> they they like the moody vibe. So yeah. um, I just tried to reassure them that it was going to be okay. And we just kept shooting and made it work. And I'm excited. I think the photos are going to turn out cool because they are more of that moody look. So I think it'll be <laughs> different and fun. And I yeah, I, I'm excited to see how they turn out, but it's it's hard when you're in the moment trying to shoot in the pouring down yeah. rain cuz it's hard to focus on so many things going on, you know. I know. And you're worried about your equipment and it's loud and you're like trying to communicate through the pouring rain. It's yeah. Right. It's, it's so tricky. Were you actually shooting in the pouring rain or did you kind of wait till it let up a little bit? No, we were right in the pouring rain and I was absolutely drenched by the end of it. They were drenched by the end of it. (laughs) Um, Jeez. And then it was, we were getting like flash flood warnings on our phones. Oh my gosh. um, I was just trying to stay calm and just, you know, make (laughs) it happen. And we did and it worked out. So, um, so I'm happy that we pushed through and because it's actually going to be flooding here all, or I guess for the next couple of days is what I heard. So um, I was like, I tried, you know, I was like, maybe we'll reschedule, but uh, we were like, no, let's just do it now before it gets even worse. So Mm -hmm. yeah, that's what happened, but it's okay. It all worked out. So man, that's, I feel like that's such a bummer to go to Hawaii and elope and then it like downpours like that. Are they local Mm -hmm. or did they fly in for that? They flew in. So, but they, they kind of knew that it was, we had, Mm. you know, a chance of rain this week and Obviously, I live on Kauai, so it's the rainiest island out Mm. of all of them. So it's just kind of to be expected. But at um, least they were troopers about it and had good attitudes. Yeah, rain or shine, you got to keep going and got to keep shooting. And it usually all works out. So I try to just keep my brides calm. And the good thing is I have experience with shooting in all different conditions now. So I never really feel super worried about it if it's going to be like that. But yeah, I try to leave some extra room in my schedule, though, just in case we need to move things around here because it's always so wet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you would never know that from your, like, Instagram and website. Like, it's always so, like, it looks like it's always so sunny and beautiful. And it usually is really beautiful there. It usually is, I feel like yes. The rain comes in, like, pockets. It's not usually, like, mm-hmm. all day. Yes, from my experience exactly. being there with you. But it's true. I remember the, the first time I came to visit you, I remember it was like a pretty, it was a pretty rainy week. Mm-hmm. And I remember you being so bummed. You were like, I can't believe you're coming on this week where it like usually doesn't rain like this, like day after day after day. Right. But 
I didn't even care because it's just so beautiful there and you still get pockets of sunshine or like nicer weather. So it's still like I don't look back and remember that trip as it being like super rainy. I just feel like it wasn't like the nicest of weather. Like it wasn't 10 out of 10 weather, but it was still even with it being rainy, it was still beautiful. Yeah, no, that's true. And I feel like January through March, it's like the rainy season here. So it's definitely going to be more wet, but it just depends on the year because like last year it was completely sunny the whole entire winter. So, and then Mm -hmm. this year it's definitely a more rainy one. So just depends. But yeah, I always tell my brides just to kind of ask me which month would be the best and just gotta, you know, come prepared. (laughs) Yeah. So for our listeners listening, what is the rainiest month to come to Kauai to maybe try to avoid that month? January and February. For yeah, sure. that makes sense. Those Winter two. months. Mm-hmm. Yep. Anyways, Tony, I want to hear some updates with you. And I, I already know some of the updates. So I'm so <laughs> excited and can't wait to have you share yeah. this with our listeners. I have quite a big update in my life. And that is that I'm pregnant. And Yay! by now, <laughs> by now, it will have already been announced. Um, I'm planning on announcing it on Instagram um, when I'm like 12 weeks. Right now, we're recording this. I'm actually 10 weeks, um, but we're kind of batch recording a lot of episodes mm-hmm. right now. So, um, but yeah, I'm so excited. By the time ah. this is announced, it'll be announced on Instagram. But most of our close family and friends know. Oh shoot, honey's barking in the background. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that. I think okay. I think my husband's getting home right now. I cannot believe it. I'm so excited for you. I know. <laughs> Have you told? people yet like your family and friends besides well yeah. you told me but- <laughs> yeah 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 we've told like our closest uh friends and family and we just started telling like our church community um but yeah it's been so fun getting to tell people like that has been so much fun it's also caused like so much anxiety but like not in like a bad way it's just i get so nervous before we say it to somebody new because oh, I, I bet. just like have so much like pent up emotion about it. So, um, but it's been really fun. Like everybody's been so sweet and so emotional and obviously very excited. So we're we're hype. We have a, a little baby. It'll be our first um coming this September, which means I will be pregnant for our event <laughs> this coming March in Palm yes. Springs. Which I will admit was a little bit unplanned, but that's okay. <laughs> We're going to be okay. in the second trimester by then, so I'll be feeling probably a lot better. Honestly, my pregnancy symptoms so far has been really good. I'll definitely give you guys another update when we, when we record a later episode. If you guys want to hear about it, I would love to share it. But yeah, it's been like pretty good. I would say my main symptoms are I'm so tired and exhausted like in it hits me in different waves like throughout the day pretty much every day i've been taking like a nap every single day i've been so tired which is definitely very normal and yeah i mean we'll just take it one day at a time because i feel like pregnancy symptoms can change and it's so different for everyone but so far it's been pretty good i've just had very low energy like trying to get work done and all of yeah. that but we are so so excited and yeah it's just it's definitely a surprise, but it's like the happiest surprise ever. So we're just we're really excited. Yeah, because I actually I remember when we talked about this, 
when I was there visiting you. And so just to see this come to life is just so exciting and so cool. And it's crazy. It's so wild. I mean, this is going to be such a fun an amazing journey for you guys. I know. It's such a crazy season. And I just like cannot believe that this is the season I'm now in. Like it always just having like starting a family, having a baby, being pregnant always just felt like such a distant future thing. And now it's here. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. It's absolutely crazy. Um, also my birthday is tomorrow. I mean, my birthday will yes, already pass. Have everybody go wish her happy birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. By the time this comes out, it will be a belated birthday. So my birthday is February 22nd and, um, my second ultrasound is going to be tomorrow. So I'm oh so gosh, excited because cool. I feel like that's the best birthday gift ever is getting to see your little baby. And so we get to hear the heartbeat and all of that fun stuff. So we did our first ultrasound at eight weeks, which I didn't know you could you could do it that early. But um, I'm learning. I feel like I'm learning so much, like especially because it's my first. And also, like I'm the oldest of my family. Brett's the oldest of his siblings. So this is the first grandbaby in both families, like on either side. And I don't really have like a ton of friends that have had babies. I definitely have had a handful, but I would right. say like. Um, I wouldn't say like, oh yeah, all my friends have babies. Like it's not real. Like my friends are kind of in all different stages of life right now. Mm -hmm. So I don't have like a ton of babies in my life in general. So I'm just like, I feel like I'm just a sponge right now and I'm, I'm absorbing and soaking in like every little bit of information, every little thing about babies that I can possibly like get my hands on. That's like where I'm at right now. I'm just learning so much and I love it. I'm learning so much about my body. It's so amazing yeah. what women's bodies can do. I cannot believe my body just knows how to sustain another life. It's absolutely crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm so excited and I cannot wait to see like what the rest of this year is going to look like. It's definitely looking different than what I thought, but it's so exciting. It just is like the minute you find out you're pregnant, all your plans like go out the window and you're just like, (laughs) okay, this is my life now. And it's just the happiest thing ever. So I'm really pumped. Oh my gosh. I just, I cannot believe it. I'm so excited for you guys. And yeah, I heard that your motherly instincts just kind of like kick in as you go. And I know (laughs) that you're going to be such a great mom. So um, so that's going to be cool to see. And I can't wait to meet the baby. (laughs) A little bambino. So excited. Because you haven't found out the gender yet, right? No, no. And I think that we will find out, but I think we're going to wait to the 20-week ultrasound appointment, which is crazy because it's like honestly pretty much halfway. It really it That's is like true. halfway. Mm-hmm. Um, but that'll be like early March – or I'm sorry, okay. early May that we should find out. Okay, um, cool. Not March. That would be too soon. But that's kind of what we're thinking right now. So – but Yeah. Let me know what you guys think. If if you think it's a boy or a girl, I would love to hear Ooh, your opinion. Yes. Everybody we've told so far, honestly, it's like 50-50 at this point. Like most of our family members think it's a boy. Most of my friends think it's a girl. So I would love to hear wow. what everybody else thinks it is. What do you think it is actually? Did I ask you that yet? No, and I haven't even thought about that. But What could you see me with? Oh, my gosh. As my first. Uh, hmm. I f- okay, I feel like – a girl, maybe? That's oh my god. Has That's has crazy. anybody said that yet? Oh yeah. A lot of my yeah. friends have said girl, but most of our family members say boy. And Elena, 
which if you guys have been following us for a while, she is our virtual assistant. She helps us with our photography businesses and the Equipped Creatives um, podcast and Instagram. She really thinks it's a boy. Really? Yeah. Interesting. And I will say, I feel like this will be crazy if it really is a boy because – she has crazy intuition with me specifically. Like she really? was the only friend I told that was like, I knew it. Like immediately she <laughs> said – she when she came over my house and I told her, she told me that before she left her house to come to me, she called her mom and said, I'm on my way to Tony's house right now and I think she's going to tell me that she's pregnant. Oh my gosh. And then that's when I told her. I was. She just has like such a crazy intuition with me. I don't know what it is. It's honestly scary, but – if it's a boy, I'm just going to be like so shocked because she knows everything about me apparently. That's so crazy. funny. Interesting. Well, I'm very happy and can't wait to find out. It's going to be I know. so I'll fun. I'm so happy either way. I really don't care. I just want a healthy baby, but I'm so excited either way. Yeah. No, I cannot wait. So, so happy excited. For you guys. <laughs> Thanks, um, friend. Oh, I was going to ask you, are you watching any good shows right now? Okay, the show that we've been watching right now is Yellowstone, which oh. have you ever watched it? No, I haven't, but I keep everybody keeps telling me to watch it. I know. That's exactly why we're watching it because everybody was saying like I feel like we were hearing Yellowstone nonstop from all these different people and even podcasts and stuff that I was listening to like Yellowstone was constantly in my ear. So we started watching it. The first season, I will say, I feel like you kind of have to get through because it's a little on the darker, heavier side. But once you get past it, like it really is so good. It's such a good story. And now we're fully hooked. So we're on the last season of that right now. We've like made it all the way to the last season. And we only have a few episodes left of that. Um, and then Wait, the how second, many seasons are there? I think it's five. Oh, okay. Five, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. Five seasons. And right, I believe right now, if it is like the fifth, I can't remember if it's the fourth or fifth or sixth season, but I think it's five. Um, the second half of that season is coming out this summer. So they they like release like the season in halves, I guess. So oh, okay. the first half is out right now and like we're, we're watching that. And then the second half is coming out later in 2023. So Ooh. it'll be, it'll be, I love when that happens when you like kind of catch up to a show and then now you're caught up to like real time when it right. airs mm -hmm. and then you have something to look forward to in the near future rather than it you having to wait like two years for the next season to come out that's true that's the that's like the worst when you have to wait years and years <laughs> and then you forget what happened and you're like oh wait i have to go back and rewatch yeah but, mm -hmm. no, so that's, that's what we've true. been watching what about you um, I okay. I have been following the new season of The Bachelor, so I've been watching that. Which is oh, been me fun. too. Okay, against nice. okay. I said I wasn't going to this me season because I didn't <laughs> Here really I watch am. last season that much. I think I watched a couple episodes, but this season I've been watching it every single week. And mm -hmm. what do you think about it? Um. Okay. I told myself. Like when I found out that Zach was going to be The Bachelor, I said, I'm not watching this season. Nothing against him personally. I just think that he's a boring lead. And mm -hmm. I just – I didn't love him on the previous season. So I was like, I'm just not going to watch it. But I do think it's better than what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that he like doesn't really stand for the drama. Like I feel like that's I was going to say that, yeah. But – 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. I feel like, honestly, I feel like every season of The Bachelor is almost the same. Like, mm-hmm. it is the least original show mm-hmm. ever. Like, every season it's is true. the same. They say the same things. It's the, the same shallow conversations that they air. Like, maybe they're getting deeper off air, but, like, it, ugh, I just <laughs> – it's so mm-hmm. frustrating, but I can't stop watching. I know. I know. Yeah, now I'm kind of invested, and I want to see what happens. And I feel like this season does remind me of, like, some of the older seasons where they were actually in it for – love like I feel like he is trying to find somebody like he's he really yeah, is I agree uh like agree. some of the other seasons recent ones I feel like it was more like about the drama and about the experience or that kind of stuff so it's yeah it's a little bit different yeah it it doesn't it's not like entertaining you know it's not as entertaining this year so yeah I've been watching that and then I did see that they were putting another season of Love is Blind on Netflix next oh, month. Oh, I saw that too. Is that a mm-hmm. newer season or an older season? I think it's a newer season that they're putting up next month. So yeah, so I'm going to – I definitely want to watch that. And then Netflix yeah. is just like pumping out <laughs> content oh, I know. because I know. The Outer Banks is going to be out. I was going to say that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this I'm, week, can't right? Wait to watch that. I think in like two days actually when we're yeah. recording this episode – Right, um, like so, yeah. February. Uh huh. And then they put the new season of You on Netflix. I don't know if you watch that, oh, but it's okay. I it's, can't. It's it's a lot, and it's like pretty graphic. And I feel like <laughs> I this can't. season was pretty graphic. Uh, but it's and I actually didn't like this season as much as the other seasons. I feel mm. like the first two are the best, but um, mm-hmm. the season was just. I don't know. It was kind of boring to me. Like it didn't catch my attention as much, but mm-hmm. it was pretty graphic and I'm kind of scarred. <laughs> oh my gosh. So like, oh no. But it, oh. it's like very mysterious and yeah. it's a mystery kind of thing. You know, you're like trying to solve what happened. And so yeah. that's like the fun of the show. And yeah, he, it looks like he's not, he's not with that girl from season two. This might be a spoiler alert, but he's not with her in the third season, right? No, no. So uh, he actually is with a different girl pretty much every season. Okay. This is the third season that's out right now? I think this is actually the fourth. I might be wrong, oh. though. I oh, okay. Wrong. I'm not – I can't – I don't know why I'm re- not remembering. They're kind of all blending together. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I but- think you're right, actually. But – Okay, my thing with the show is I watched season one because it was so popular when it came out, and I was just curious to watch it because it was like I just heard it everywhere, and it it, it just is not my vibe. Like it's I, dark. I get so scared. Like I just yeah. with the stalker and the murder. Mm-hmm. Like I like a good murder mystery, but I do right. agree that I feel like it's a little too graphic just for me. Mm-hmm. I have I have tender tender eyes. <laughs> I get nervous I know, and I get scared. Fast forward it, but yeah, it's. I mean, I wouldn't just recommend it to somebody wanting to find a new TV show. But if yeah. you like that kind of like crime stuff and you're interested in that, then it is a good show for that. But it's so creepy. Um, it's yeah, it's pretty scary. And oh my gosh, it's crazy because it's like. I mean, it's pretty realistic too. Um, that's so that's thing. what makes it scary. I feel like. No, that's the thing. I feel like it's every girl's like actual nightmare to be like stalked mm-hmm. like that and then lied to and then you don't really know who you're with. Like that is a nightmare. Oh, don't even get me started. That would be awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
so terrible. Oh but gosh. I do I I don't know. I I feel like that stuff is always interesting. Like sometimes I'll throw on like a crime podcast or something, but I can only yeah. take so much of it and then I have to listen to something yeah. happy or like because yeah, yeah. <laughs> I so can't true. handle it. No, yeah. Oh, you gotta gosh. like balance it out mentally mm-hmm. with something more lighthearted. Yeah. Okay, are you ready to get into the questions? Because I'm so excited to ask you these. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited too. Do you want to go first? (laughs) Sure. Okay, so I wrote down some – some of my questions are just more fun and then some are a little bit deeper. So I'm very excited to hear what you have to say. (laughs) We're going to start off with kind of like a deeper question. Okay. I'm scared. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I'm nervous. We have Um, not shared these at all with each other before. We don't even know what we're asking each other. So Yeah. Okay, the first question, it's who is someone in your life that has impacted you the most? Oh, that's such a cute question. <laughs> I love that. Great question. There's honestly I feel blessed that there's so many people coming to mind right now. I would definitely say my mom has been a huge impact on me. I feel like she's somebody that I've always looked up to and she's just she's really made me who I am, honestly, like today. So I just, I love her and I am so thankful that she's going to like, like we live so close now and I know that she's going to be so heavily involved in this baby's life and be such a good example, but she's just always been somebody that has represented Christ and has like, is a huge reason like why I believe what I believe in and has been such a good like witness in my life. So I would definitely say my mom. And if I could just throw in a bonus one, I would say, mm-hmm. obviously, Brett. I feel like these are such basic Aww. answers, but like my mom yeah. and my husband. But like Brett has, I don't know, I feel like he's just given me so much confidence in myself and has like just loved me so unconditionally, like from the very beginning of us being together. And I feel like he demonstrates like the type of love that I want to give to other people as well, like just the way that he loves me so selflessly and he's so positive all the time. Like that's one thing that I always tell him constantly. I'm like, you're just the most positive person I know. He is. So, <laughs> isn't he? Like he really mm-hmm. is. He like never complains. Like he doesn't have a negative mindset about a lot of things. So I feel like that has impacted me in a good way, especially in the last couple of years. I feel like I've really worked on that on myself, just like really viewing things in a very positive way. And just, I feel like I'm a positive person, but I also tend to like be a little bit of a hypochondriac (laughs) where like, I'll just like worry about a lot of things and Mm -hmm. that can cause a lot of anxiety. And so I feel like, and he's dealt with anxiety before too, but just the way that he has his outlook on life has helped me a lot just to like like I want to be more like that and I want to take on a lot of the way that he like thinks. So he's made a really great impact on me too, obviously. I mean, I love him to death. That's why I married mm-hmm. him. But um, but yeah, I mean, oh my gosh, there's like so many more that I could say, honestly. But I, if I had to just keep it a shorter answer, I would say those are the top two influences in my life. Oh, that's such a sweet answer. I love that. I, just, <laughs> I was curious and your mom and Brett are some of the most sweetest people in the entire world. So I Aww. love them too. <laughs> they're they're both very selfless. And that's they are. like somebody that's that's a quality that I want to possess always, especially going into motherhood and everything. So yeah, that's what I would say. Great question. I love, <laughs> oh, I love 
love that. Okay. My first question that I wrote down to you was, if you could do anything else besides what we're doing right now as a job, what would it be? I feel like I've always been interested in like the nutrition world. So I feel like doing something Mm -hmm. maybe in that area where I could help people just learn about their body, kind of learn how to eat healthier and just make it more of of a lifestyle. I think mm-hmm. that's something I would be interested in. I've also always loved writing, so I could see myself, you know, helping people maybe write their websites or just doing mm-hmm. some kind of creative writing. Yeah, I I don't know. I think those would be some some of my top 2 like I said earlier, I am always interested in in like the um, watching like crime documentaries and stuff like that. So something in that world could also be interesting too. Oh my god! Like I would also, a true, <laughs> it would also give me nightmares and I wouldn't be able to sleep. <laughs> oh my gosh! And I don't I think I could actually having... do it. I don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like, always. Do you I'm mean like, like a like true crime podcast? Like maybe something like that, or like um, okay, or I don't know what else is there. I mean, I guess like solving <laughs> I don't know like a, a little a little Nancy Drew moment yeah. oh my gosh wait that's so cool I don't think I could actually do it and I know and I don't think I could even get through the schooling process of it all and stuff like that to just learn about that you stuff. could but it would just be hard it would be heavy be, it would be a challenge but I definitely I think it, it would be interesting yeah um, but I could – yeah, so those would be some of my top things. I, I don't think I could ever work in, like, the medical field or anything like that. Mm. So so something That's like so that cool. or anything creative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love <laughs> that the, the three examples you gave are, like, so different, which mm-hmm. I feel like is – it tells a lot about you too. Like, I love that, like, being a detective or, like, a nutritionist or something like that in that category or, like, then in the creative field of, like, creative writing. Mm-hmm. Like, those are three such different things. But they all are like little aspects of you that you love. So that's yes. cool. It kind of gives, you, oh, gives us more insight. One. Yeah, oh, sorry. Go. I forgot one. I was going to say, I also have always been interested in um, filmmaking and just like yeah. uh, production and like making movies. So any if I could like write a script for a movie oh. or um, help produce a movie, I would totally be into that as well. So. Oh, those are I also different, it. but <laughs> those are you things can, that you I could combine really a lot. You could combine that though with like mm-hmm. the writing of the screenwriting, and then you could do like a, a murder mystery movie. That's true. That is true. <laughs> I don't know how nutrition fits into that, but I don't know. But... <laughs> that's so oh, cool. That's, that's I could funny. definitely see you being like a movie director or something. I think that would be such a cool job. We had to interrupt this podcast episode to tell you about our camera guide for all our photographer friends out there. Want to learn how to master your camera settings like a pro? Did you want to go into every shoot with 100% confidence with your camera settings? Or maybe you just wish that you could have a cheat sheet for camera or flash settings? Well, stress no more, friend. We got you covered. On our website, we have a camera guide with a bonus flash guide that includes the breakdown of camera settings, shooting tips, lighting and composition scenarios, and so much more. You can keep this handy digital guide with you at all times to use at your convenience to help you master your camera and flash. This guide is a 10-page PDF with photo samples, camera setting examples, lighting and composition tips and tricks, and light dragging settings for those trendy reception flash photos and more. 
Master your settings today and head over to Equipped Creatives shop at equippedcreatives.com slash shop to shop our camera settings guide with a bonus slash guide now. All right. Um, next question. What part of the day do you look forward to the most? <gasps> wow. I love this question. My two – okay, I would say my most productive part of the day is like – in the morning, even though I'm not really a morning person. Like I also, this is me talking as like being 10 weeks pregnant because things have definitely (laughs) changed since I've been pregnant. But I feel like I have my most energy in the morning now once I'm up. Like once I get out of bed, once I get myself ready, then I have the most energy. I am exhausted in the afternoon. Like this time right now is usually when we're recording right here. Like Mm -hmm. between like two and four, I am so tired. I have no energy. So I like to get a lot done like in the morning and I love breakfast. Um, I love like eating like a big like healthy breakfast and I love going out to brunch if that's on the agenda at all. Like that's my favorite like kind of meal to eat out. But I also love nighttime when it's like things are winding down. And honestly, I feel like I come alive at night. If you know, you know, (laughs) like all my friends will say like that's when I'm like my most hyper like crazy self. Same. Like like after dinner. Yeah, for sure. I'm more of a night owl owl than a morning person. But I just Mm -hmm. feel like right now being pregnant, I've had more energy in the morning. So I've been looking forward to that part of my day, just like getting a lot like as much as I can done. But I don't know. I love just like I love unwinding at the end of the day. I don't know if that just makes me lazy or what, but like <laughs> – No, that's my I, favorite part too. I just love it. I love going and getting comfies on and like making a nice dinner at home and then watching something with Brett and Honey all snuggled up on the couch like and then just like chatting and playing a game or something like that's just like my favorite. I feel like that's when I even though I just said that's when I have my most energy. I mean like bedtime is when I have my most energy. <laughs> I'm like dancing around the room while I'm getting mm-hmm. ready for bed. But like I don't know, the time between like dinner and bedtime also is just it's so nice to just unwind. And that's like when I see Brett too, so that's like the the time that I have with him in the day that we can like connect and everything. So uh, I don't know. My answer will probably change like once I have a baby. But right now, yeah, I don't know. I love like unwinding at the end of the day and then starting my day, if that makes sense. But like in the middle, I feel like I just don't have any energy. But then again, I also love my naps. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to answer this question. I feel like I love it all. I'll say like after dinner, like post dinner. Yeah, unwinding at the end of the day is like the best part of the day I feel like but also I love a good slow morning and, and just like you know mm-hmm. making breakfast and stuff stuff like that I feel like we're we're similar in that way so good answer yeah, definitely okay my next question for you is what do you love about your life right now I would say I just I love the flexibility of my life right now I mm. love that I have a flexible job and a flexible schedule and I can travel or literally do whatever I want to do, you know, like I don't have Mm -hmm. things that are holding me back and like I don't have a ton of stuff like and nothing's wrong with that, you know, but I'm just like in this, this is where I'm at right now and I feel like I live a little bit more of a minimalistic lifestyle and 
I really like that. I love like having that flexibility and just being able to travel and and do photography. And I think that that's something that like I'm so grateful for. And mm-hmm. I know that this stage of my life, sometimes I feel like it has its challenges, but it's also such a cool season that I know maybe when I'm in my 30s, like I'm not going to be in the same spot where I could just pick up and move wherever I want or go and travel wherever I want to go do a photo shoot. So that's something that I'm really grateful for and just being able to to be in, in this spot right now and to live in Hawaii and to do what I love to do. I think I'm so I'm just so grateful for this chance and I'm yeah. just excited to see what happens next. I think I'm just hopeful and looking forward to the future. So um, yeah. so that would be my answer. But that's oh, a good I question. Love that. <laughs> yeah, that's a great answer. I love that. I I do think that that is true. Like I think that that's awesome that you see how beautiful this season of your life is with like just being flexible and and having more of a minimal lifestyle. I feel like that is something that is like such a treasure. Like not everybody can say that. So I think that that's really special about you and especially like this season of your life. And yeah, like just the simplicity too of just like not having as many things because you're not like as rooted Mm -hmm. in like a location or a home or something. But like there's so much beauty in that, you know? So yeah, I I just feel like you, yeah, you can lose sight of like what life is about when you just like just have too many things and you're always constantly busy. Like I feel like the fact that you're flexible and it's more minimal is like, I don't know. I feel like that's the goal, honestly. (laughs) Thank you. I feel like I wasn't always that way. And growing up, I do feel like I was attached to things more and just attached to where I lived. And then when I got a little bit older, I just realized that all of that stuff didn't really matter as much. And I wanted to have more experiences and you know, experience other cultures and see different parts of the world and also just learn more and try to just grow in wisdom and uh, further my career and stuff like that. So I think that it's been cool to see what's happened and just where God has led me so far. And I'm excited to see what happens in the future. (laughs) I love that. That's beautiful. Thank you. All right. Okay. My next question. How do you know when you can trust somebody? Oh my gosh, these are such good questions. <laughs> I know. Look at I love these questions. <laughs> How do you know when you can trust someone? So this is just for you personally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, this is such a good question. I feel like I'm going to this is going to be the question that I think about after this podcast is recorded and I'll <laughs> no. come and I'll think to myself, "Darn it, I should have said that when I had mm-hmm. more time to think about it." But just going off of what comes to mind, like initially, I would say, you know, you can trust somebody when they genuinely want the best for you and they're not jealous of you. They're not trying to one up you. Like when somebody is just genuinely happy for you when you're happy and will cry with you when you're sad, like, those are the most genuine people and I feel like those are the people that you can trust. Like if there's nothing for them to necessarily like gain from you but just you, like your friendship and your heart, that's like a true friend. Somebody that will like have your back 
but also just like wants to be with you and have a good time with you. I feel like that is like I'm just thinking of the people in my life that I really trust as friends and and people who have proven like their loyalty to me over the years. And I know that kind of sounds weird, like proving your loyalty to me. I don't mean it in like a weird way. I just mean like they have they have proven that they are like a true friend. And yeah, no, that totally makes sense. You know what I mean? But I mm-hmm. feel like when they yeah, when they just are genuinely happy for you and they don't want to take away any of your joy or belittle anything that you're going through or feeling and they're just kind of there to like validate you and love on you on your hard days, on your good days, like through thick and thin, like they're consistent. That's another thing I think as a separate note, like when people are just consistent. That's um, so true. That's a great – that's actually good life advice I feel like when you're just trying (laughs) to choose your friends. Yeah, yeah. I would say like somebody that's really inconsistent doesn't necessarily mean they're like a bad friend or a toxic friend. But for me, it's a little bit of a red flag because – you don't really know – like if you don't know what version of them that you're going to get every time you hang out with them, it's hard to trust that person mm-hmm. because you just don't know what you're going to get. But if they're consistent – like obviously we all have our good days and our bad days. But at the core of like right. who you are, if you're consistent, I think that's a really positive thing. And it's also just a mark of like knowing yourself and being confident in who you are I would honestly say that, like, if they're consistent and if they are just genuinely, like, happy to do life with you and they're happy for you and they they have your back. And I know that's kind of like a broad statement, but do you feel like – does that kind of make sense? Like, I'm, I'm talking and trying to think things through, like, in my head, but as you're listening <laughs> to it, does it make sense? It does, yeah. And I think just finding somebody that is – reliable too, like you're saying, somebody that's consistent, reliable. Um, yeah. I think that, yeah, that's, that is all so true. And what you just said is great advice. That's a great answer. And I love Thanks. to hear your thoughts on that. That's a, that was a good question. I wasn't ready <laughs> for that you. one. That was a good one. <laughs> that's a good one. All right. Next question. If your life was a movie or a, a TV show, which one would it be? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, that's so hard. No. Like based off of what my life currently is. Yeah. Mhm. Okay. Hmm. We'll let you think about that. <laughs> yeah, that's so hard. I feel like I'm like trying to go through all the TV shows in my head and then I have to go through Mm-hmm. The movies, if nothing sticks out. If my life was a TV show. Oh, no, 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 no. I think I got it. I, okay, full disclosure, I did not watch all of this, so it could be inaccurate. <laughs> and it also was so long ago since I've seen this, but isn't, maybe you've seen it, you can help me. Isn't mm-hmm. Boy Meets World about, like the main boy falls in love with his best friend from like childhood. I haven't seen that actually, so I, I cannot oh, help gosh. you. Oh <laughs> gosh. 
All the Boy Meets World fans do not come for me <laughs> this, after this. I do not know if that is a storyline, but I feel like it is because I feel like they're best friends like in high school and then they end up marrying each other and have like a family together. Okay. If that's a, if that's the storyline, <laughs> I would say that is my life because that's kind of like the love story of me and my husband, Brett. But Oh, I love that. Is there a movie that's like that? Um... Not that I can think of right now. I feel like, I mean, there's a lot of like high school romance, rom-com kind of movies, but yeah, I, I was we, trying, to, we didn't, trying to think of one, but I don't know. We didn't date in high school though, so it would be like after, but I just didn't know mm-hmm. if there was like a a movie. I'm sure there is. There's probably a million. Go comment on our last Instagram post, guys, if you have a, <laughs> a, a movie that describes what I just described because it is slipping my mind. But I don't know if I've ever watched like a TV show and been like, oh my gosh, that is my life. But mm-hmm. if I could I could pick one to be in just because I think it would be fun, I feel like I feel like New Girl would be so fun to be like an actor in. I know that's not the question. That's true. That's no, I know, but that's true though. That's a good that's a good answer though. Um I like the the play off of that question. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I'm like, I don't know. But I mean, it's a good question. But I feel like, again, I'm probably going to think of a better answer once we stop recording. But Mm -hmm. that was a good question, though. I feel like I, Brett and I always say, like, if we could be in a show, what show would you want to, or like, if you could be a part of a certain cast, like, what cast would you want to be a part of? Because I feel like some TV shows have like the most, like, the funniest cast. And you just think to yourself, like, they probably had a ball making this. That's so true. Mm hmm. You know? Yep. So, okay. Moving on. What is a life goal that you have that isn't related to work? Okay. So I have two different ones that come to mind, but the first goal would be I would love to buy a house one day. I think that that's just, that would just be such a cool process to go through. I know, Tony, you went through that process and I just, I'm always on Pinterest kind of like penning different home inspiration and um, home decor and then just like the, what the outside of a house is going to look like and just my dream mm-hmm. home aesthetic. So I would love to go through, through that process. I would love to learn more about it and what that's like and um, just decorate something and really make it my own and then be able to Mm -hmm. live in it um, instead of just renting. So that would would be a life goal. I Wait, before you move on to your next one, what is your your dream home aesthetic? Like going with that question. Ooh. Okay. I would say I love a little bit more of like a modern minimalistic vibe, but also kind of like, or like minimalistic meets like farm wood. (laughs) Does that make okay. sense? Like I love, yes. I love um to mix the old and the new together. So just yes. kind of like finding a way or finding a house that has character that I can just mm-hmm. kind of add modern aspects to. I think would be my dream. I love that. And yeah, I, I love like you know the look of like an old um kind of like antique door or like mm-hmm. just like that that like old character look I don't know like maybe like a house that you would find in in like the south or like in Charleston or in Savannah or something like I love that look so yeah so that would be the goal 
I definitely would love to do that one day. Hopefully soon in the near future. We will see. Yeah. (laughs) The second one would be I would love to just, you know, have a family and settle down one day and hopefully get married and just, um, you know, have have a family and raise kids and like live a, a simple life with them. I think that would be such a dream and just to do some photography on the side still. So um, that would be my ultimate dream goal. So hopefully <laughs> we can make that happen. But yeah, I I would say those two things, just buying a house and hopefully having a family one day of my own. That would be like my dream. Love that. Living the dream. Love yes, it. Yes, yes. All right. Okay, moving on. Next question. I'm excited to hear your answer for this. So do you believe in soulmates? I thought you were about to ask me, do I believe in God? <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was coming. I'm like, you know, oh you know this answer. Um, <laughs> the answer is yes. Um, do I believe in soulmates? This is actually crazy that you're asking me this because I feel like Brett and I were just talking about this the other day. I literally – no, you know what I asked him literally the other day? What is the difference between – your soulmate and your person. Like, you know, when you mm. say mm-hmm. like you're my person, like what would yeah. what would you describe your person as and what would you describe your soulmate as? And he had a really good answer. I'm gonna share it. He said that your person is like the person that you are just like 100 percent yourself with. Like you are 100 percent comfortable. You like they know everything about you, you know everything about them, like you just get each other on like the most intimate level of just knowing a person. So he said like that is how I would describe like your person. And then I would say he said or he said your soulmate, I'm trying to remember what he said. Your soulmate is like the person that you were like meant to do life with and more of almost like a well I don't think he said this but I said I was like do Mm -hmm. you feel like your soulmate is like your lover or could it be like a friend like a soul mate gotcha Mm -hmm. like a soul friend type of thing and oh I love that yeah and he said and then I also asked him like do you think it's the same the same does it mean the same person like your person and your soulmate have to be the same person Mm -hmm. and he obviously said like Yes, because I am both his he he said that I'm both his soulmate and his person, which I feel the same way about him, of course, too. But I also feel like there are certain people in your life, like I can think of like past mentors or like really close friends that also feel like a soulmate, like just also feel like somebody that you were meant to do life with. So Anyway, I know that was a little bit of a tangent, but I just thought it was interesting because we literally just had that conversation. But no, I, I love do, that. I've never thought about it like that way. Yeah. I, to answer your question, like I feel like, yes, I do believe that there are – you can have a soulmate, but I also kind of feel – my answer could change on this one day. But I mm-hmm. kind of feel like you could have like more than one soulmate. I don't think that all of them need to be like your lover per se, like a romantic relationship. Um, I very much feel like certain people in my life I would describe as a soulmate as well. And Mm -hmm. I just know 
beyond a shadow of doubt that like they will always be in my life and I will always be in theirs. And even if we're not like talking every single day, we just understand each other on like such a soul level, like to the core of who we are. Yeah. So I do believe in that kind of depth in like relationships, especially in a romantic relationship. Like I feel like that is how it should be. You should really understand each other like and get each other and love each other and know each other's love languages and just be able to know without a shadow of a doubt that like you are meant to do life with that person. But I also feel like that doesn't necessarily mean like just because I believe in soulmates doesn't mean I think I believe that you were only supposed to have one person in this world that you can marry. Like I think some people use that term soulmate as like meaning though there's one person on this earth. Yeah, like that, like one romantic partner. Yeah, partner that like you are supposed mm-hmm. to like marry and be with for the rest of your life. Like I very much believe that marriage and love is a choice and you have to choose that person over and over and over again. Like that is what marriage is. It is definitely more than just a feeling. Right. So I just – Because I believe, like, the choice aspect of it all, I feel like, no, you're not meant to just necessarily be with one person. I think no matter who you're with, if – obviously, if if it's a healthy relationship, let's just assume, Mm -hmm. like, we're talking about a healthy relationship, it doesn't – you could have five different healthy relationships in your life romantically – there none of them are going to be perfect. Like so if you're just right. trying to find one perfect soulmate, like I think that's where the misconception of like soulmate yeah. I feel like can can be like just think just like almost putting one person like the idea of a person on this pedestal that yeah. like they are above all else and like they can love you perfectly. Like no relationship is ever perfect. Even yeah. the healthiest relationships, like you're going to ha- always have a moment probably a a hundred million moments like throughout the course of your lifetime where you're going to have to decide to push through and work on XYZ, whatever problem is surfacing, or you're going to choose to walk away. And and I think at times a lot of people can make the mistake of like convincing themselves that they didn't actually marry their soulmate and that there's somebody better out there. And- That's just not true in my opinion. I just feel like when the going gets tough, it doesn't mean that, oh, shoot, you married the wrong person. That's not like your soulmate anymore. Um, So I don't know. I feel like we really over-romanticize the word soulmate, I think, at times where it's like we just put it too high on a pedestal. But I think if you look at it – Yeah. If you look at it like that where like you're just like – you're meant to go through life with that person – and your souls are like connected, your hearts are connected, your minds are connected, like, and you're committed to going through life with that person. Like, I feel like that is like, it can be a definition of a soulmate and what that is. But I do believe that that kind of depth and connection exists. I agree. I think too, just like with dating and stuff nowadays that people do really put that word on a pedestal. And it's just it's hard when you're trying to meet people because everybody's looking for this like perfect you know perfect person and nobody's perfect Mm -hmm. and that doesn't exist and like you said you have to be able to choose 
somebody every day, even if you don't like them in the certain moments yeah. or they're annoying you or doing something that you don't like. So, yeah. so I completely agree. And I think that that's so good. I think that's great advice. Like we definitely need to just think of it in that way because yeah, nobody's perfect. So that's, that's yeah. just great advice. Yeah. I love that answer. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. I I just feel like people need to be careful with that word because they can like, like for your example, like when, when you're in the dating scene, I think that's very much like the forefront of your mind when you're, when you're dating to marry, it's like, are you my soulmate? I'm trying to find my soulmate. And really, I think we need to kind of like take that down a notch and just say like, kind of ask yourself like word it in a different way and say like can I see myself living with this person do a lot of our values align like would we be good partners together and do we have that like love and chemistry and all of all the things that come with like being in a romantic relationship it's not all romantic but Mm -hmm. it is it that level has to be there as well like attraction and all of that but I think that there's way more non-romantic that go into that than yeah. romantic. And I think that's right. where people can, I don't know, get maybe a little confused with that. But I do think it exists. And it puts like, yeah, it puts so much pressure on somebody exactly. just in the dating phase too. And then that just, I know for me, like if I put that much pressure on something, like it'll just cause me to spiral and then get into my head and then overthink. Exactly. And then you can't be yourself. Exactly. You can't, you know, you, you're you not, yep. it's just, it's hard to open up um, to somebody and, yeah. and let somebody in and just um, to be able to trust each other. So so we could talk about that subject for hours. I feel like we we should do an episode about Honestly, this. Honestly, yeah. But <laughs> if you guys want. Yeah. But that's a great answer. <laughs> so I love that. Thanks. Awesome. I agree with everything you said too. Um, okay. My next question to you, speaking of dating, Ooh. what is what is scared. your dream <laughs> – dump dump scared. What is your dream date like – if you could just Aww. dream up the most perfect date, what would it be? I love that. Oh, that's a great – that is so good. Okay. I will say I feel like in today's world, just going on this subject, it's guys just don't plan dates and they don't know how to ask <laughs> girls out, you know, and it's a rough world out there. So um, – It's rough out there. <laughs> I I think that's something that like – your husband that I admire is that like he um just really puts a lot of thought into planning dates like even because I was kind of like with you guys you know when you guys were just dating yeah and I remember yeah. you always um telling me about like stuff that you guys were doing so I think that's something that guys if they're listening they should take advice on <laughs> take notes <laughs> but um anyways for yeah with with that answer I would just say I would love like um, something more fun, like an experience rather than just like sitting at a dinner table um, or going to a restaurant or like um, getting drinks or something like that. I feel like I would rather meet maybe like in the afternoon and go get lunch or go get coffee and chat for a while and then just kind of see where it takes us and um, maybe have like a hike planned or like a walk or something 
where we're actually doing something. And so like, just, I think my dream would be like, just like a simple beach picnic, I would say. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And then just kind of uh, taking a walk after that or just going from there. But something simple Mm. like a beach picnic would be ideal. And just being able to, you know, do like other things, um, like go on a walk Mm -hmm. or something after, like having different options, I think is always a good idea. Um, Mm -hmm. And just being able to have like a couple hours and get to know each other and just have like some kind of experience. So I think that that's really fun. I definitely don't think like if this is like a first date or something, I don't think that it should be like hours and hours and hours. But I mean, if if it is, then maybe maybe that's good too. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you know, yeah, just yeah. kind of see where What it would goes. you say is the ideal time for like a first date? Uh, I feel like, I don't know, like anywhere from like two to four hours maybe, like something mm-hmm. in there because, mm-hmm. you know, you're still trying to get to know each other. So maybe like the second date or the third date could be, you know, longer yeah. and just maybe with that first date, just like still keeping that initial like surprise and fun and just like enjoying that experience Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so um so like not feeling like you have to do like a full day of stuff you know yeah yeah just like keeping it simple too much Mm -hmm. yeah yeah Yeah, especially for the first date when you don't like because what if it doesn't go well and then now you're stuck with that person for the whole entire day exactly yeah I um I feel like just I went on like a really fun date one time which was like just like a simple uh beach picnic kind of thing or just like overlooking cliffs and then doing like a little mini golf or like um listening to music after you know so that's like such a dream I feel like it's it's fun because you get to know somebody but you're also um out and about getting to do stuff and get to see what Mm -hmm. each other likes and so Mm -hmm. so yeah I would say just a simple simple beach picnic and just putting some thought into that too like just when they when a guy can put some thought into that and just ask you like what you want to bring to the picnic like what kind of food you want to get or you know going and getting something or yeah yeah just putting that thought Mm. into it is really sweet I actually agree I feel like that's my dream date too like who wouldn't love a beach picnic I feel like that's like such a great date but I also feel like what to your point like with with doing an an activity or something I feel like a nice walk or a hike or like yeah walking on the beach or something I feel like that is a great thing to do on a first date especially because like it's so hard and it's also nerve-wracking to sit down across from somebody at a table and like just talk back and forth like I feel like that can be more exhausting Mm -hmm. than go and mentally exhausting than going and doing something and then kind of like as you're walking it's not so like every second has to be filled with something because you're like looking at beauty and nature and like doing something else other than just literally talking the whole entire time you don't have to be talking that yeah exactly and I think that just doing if this is like I said like a first date it's also really nerve-wracking the whole entire day leading up to it so if it's a dinner so I feel like just doing something maybe earlier in the day I don't know if everybody likes that but for me I do like that I feel like it's just more chill 
more casual. You're just getting to know each other and there's no pressure yeah. on it. So, and then you don't have to have like those awkward conversations of like, who's going to pay for <laughs> the dinner, which I mean, I think the guy should, I'm just saying, um, but <laughs> yes, absolutely. If, especially if it's a first date, but, but it, it takes like that awkwardness away and yeah, it's just, it's just nice. So that would I be agree. my answer. <laughs> I love that. All right. I know this episode is starting to get long. So we have a couple more questions for you guys. We're going to do like kind of like a rapid fire question round for these last five questions. So we're going to we're going to go ahead and finish off with these. So um, Tony, I'll ask you the first one. So all right. What is one mistake that you've regretted making in your life? Oh my gosh. This is, how is this rapid fire? I'm dying. <laughs> what is one mistake? Just think of it. This is going to be like anything that comes to your mind. Like the first thing that comes to your mind. I know. I'm literally trying to think of one. <laughs> I'm like, I live a perfect life. <laughs> There's plenty of mistakes, but honestly, okay, this is going to be a really, really cheesy answer, but it's really how I feel. I promise. I really okay. don't see, I really don't view a lot of mistakes as mistakes like as time goes on you just have to have a different perspective on it like mm -hmm. I don't feel like I live with a lot of regret because I just look back and anything that I could have slightly regretted or anything I just feel like is a life lesson that's true and if you can if you can look at your mistakes like that it's it's not like a failure it doesn't have to be a lifelong regret it's just learn from it and let it make you better let it teach you something I know this is like the <laughs> cheesiest answer, but I feel like I can't even think of one that I would like say like, oh my gosh, that is like my biggest like life mistake that I can think of. Yeah. No, that's so true. I mean, I know I can think of a few, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Well, if I think of one as the episode continues, I will circle back to it. Okay. Okay. If you could live anywhere in the world right now besides Hawaii, where would it be? Oh, okay. Um, I would say either I'm from North Carolina, but I would say I would totally move back over there and move or somewhere in the Carolinas and kind of live that like Nicholas Sparks, like coastal Carolina beach lot life. So <laughs> maybe one I'm day. Here for <laughs> yeah. So I would say that, or I haven't been to Europe yet, but I feel like once I go over there, I'm going to fall in love with it and I would totally move over there. So oh my gosh, we'll okay. see. But I don't think I'll actually do that because it's, I don't know if I want to live out of the country, yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I would totally like fall in love with it and love that. But I have to say, that's not the answer I thought you were going to give. Really? I thought you were going to say either Southern California or Colorado. Oh, interesting. Okay. Actually, Southern California, I would live over there too. The more I think about, I love Colorado, but I don't think I could live there because I just realized I'm just, I don't think I could make it through a full on winter like that oh every gosh. single year. Like I just don't think I could handle it. So yeah. I, yeah, I feel like any kind of like beachy town, I like Charleston or the Outer Banks or like San Diego would be mm -hmm. my main things mm -hmm. like in the States. Yeah. Okay. Love it. Good, good, good. <laughs> okay. Uh, you asked me this question earlier, so it's funny because I wrote down the same one. But um, if you weren't doing photography and could do any other kind of work, what would you do? I was scared that you were going to ask me this because I I was like, if she asks me this, I'm not going to have an answer. Oh, no. I, oh, I actually – yeah, that was hard. I had to think about it for a minute when I answered you. had you. like four answers though. <laughs> I did, <laughs> but I had ready. to think about it and I like – I had I had so many 
answers, yeah. but I, I wish I could have just picked one. But Okay. I feel like I – well, I would love to be a stay-at-home mom, which is, mm. as we all know, the hardest job in the world. Yes. <laughs> but I feel like it's so rewarding and so beautiful. So we'll see if life takes me down that path one day. But um, if I could do like another job, I feel like I've always thought it would be so cool to like be a personal buyer for somebody. Ooh, I like, like that. Yeah, there's people that will like hire people to like literally shop for their home or for their wardrobe. Like I feel like it would just be cool to be a personal shopper. I, I do love like fashion and design and interior design. So I feel like that would be really cool. Um, I've also like – I don't know. I actually thought before like in high school before I really was doing photography that I could be an interior designer one day. But honestly, now that I have my own home, I don't know if I would be great at it. I would probably need some kind of training or something. But I feel like I know what I like when I see it on Instagram or Pinterest. But then when it comes to filling a space like yourself – and finding all the different pieces from different places and making it cohesively go together. It's really hard. Yeah. But I will say, like, I'm very happy with what I've picked out in our home so far. Mm-hmm. But it's just harder and it didn't come as natural to me as I thought. Like, I literally had to make a Canva blank thing and, like, kind of screenshot all the furniture that I wanted and kind of put it together so it looked like my room. Um, yeah. It's probably too overwhelming. Like, I know – I feel like I would feel very overwhelmed. Yeah. I also feel like I have thought about like real estate in the past because I do Ooh, feel mm-hmm. like I am good at sales and mm-hmm. I I love that aspect of like the business side of things as well. So I I don't know. I just especially after watching like Selling Sunset, I know that's like Wait, so yes. I mean they're selling multi-million dollar homes and they've worked up to that obviously, but mm-hmm. like in my area it wouldn't be selling multi-million dollar homes like that <laughs> but I feel like that is such a cool job and I do love all things like home and interior and like building a home it sounds like such a cool project I don't know I just feel like that would be really fun so maybe that maybe like a personal shopper for somebody um yeah I don't know I feel like I'm definitely doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing because i feel the most passionate about what we do mm-hmm. and photography. So yeah, honestly, equipped creatives is my dream job. So <laughs> that's that's amazing. Same here. Yeah, real estate would actually be so fun now that I think about it. I feel like you and I would both do well at that because we both love business and we would just meeting it. people and like yeah. um showing showing a house would be super yes. fun. So um love that. I know. I feel like I would be good at it. Love that. But yeah. Oh, okay. Are you Ooh, ready for this one? Lay it on me. Okay. I'm ca- okay. I'm kind of scared of your answer. Okay. If you could describe mm. me in one word. Oh my god. What would it be? One word? That is so hard. Oh my gosh. Um <laughs> I'm trying to think what's coming to mind. <laughs> yeah, what's the just the rapid fire round? What's the first thing that comes to your mind? I was also gonna say positive I was gonna say a positive person um I feel like you're and I would say positive and encouraging I feel like you're very encouraging of people's dreams you're very encouraging of me you have 
great advice. I love hearing your advice. And um, I feel like you're just a go-to person to ask questions to for like relationships or just, you know, when you do make a mistake or something, like you're a good person to go to for that kind of stuff. So, um, so yeah, that's what I would say. And just a great, yeah, it's a good friend. So I think that you just, um, embody positivity. (laughs) Thank you so much. I actually, when I wrote that down, I was not thinking that it was going to be like, what did you think I was going to say? No, no, nothing, nothing mean, but just like, I was like, I didn't mean for that to turn into like, my question for you was all about about you. (laughs) I'm so sorry. No, no. I was just curious. That's a great question. I was just curious. That's a great question. What you would say. That's what this episode is about. Asking each other questions that we haven't asked before. That's true. That's true. I love it. That's true. Okay. Your turn. Okay. Do you value routine or flexibility more? Oh my gosh, that's so hard. Oh. <laughs> supposed to be the rapid fire on takes the most time with these. I know. I know. Oh my gosh. Do I do I value flexibility or routine more? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I would say that I honestly value flexibility over routine. Although routine, trust me, these are both very, both very, very important things. I'm surprised and I don't think either. I I actually thought you were going to say the other yeah. one. Oh gosh. Maybe when I think about it, I'll change my answer. But just off the top <laughs> no. of my head, I feel like what we are doing right now, like in our businesses and in our lives is like, we are trying to work towards a more flexible schedule. And yeah, we already have true. that granted, like being our own bosses, but like especially with equipped like we're hoping that this also like gives us more flexibility and freedom in in other areas that we maybe don't currently experience as much mm-hmm. like being our own photography head person of our own businesses you know so i i don't know i think that is like something that i value a lot is having a job and a lifestyle that can be flexible because what i value in life is family and friends and being able to be a good friend and be able to plug into my community. And I want to be the type of friend that can like, will drop anything to go be with somebody in need or go celebrate somebody. Like I, I want that flexibility in my life to just like live out the things that I really care about and I really value. And even like now as I'm entering into like motherhood. Like Mm -hmm. I want flexibility in my life to be able to be there for my kids, like whenever I want to be there with my kids and for my kids, which I know is going to be all the time. But, you know, sometimes you you do need to like I do want to work and I do like want to have um, at least right now, like some kind of a career and equipped creatives is something that we are working towards, you know, something that we want long term. Mm -hmm. Um, But with that, you know, I just I want to. If I if I want both of those things to be true in my life, like to be able to be flexible for my family and be there when I want, but also be able to like do the things that I love career wise and express myself through creativity and help other people gain knowledge of how to run their own business and gain their own success in life. I want the flexibility to be able to be able to do both. And I think, yeah, I think that that's what I really value because I it's it, it goes with the type of lifestyle that I want. Um, good answer. But yeah, I like that. Routine is really important too, obviously. So <laughs> a balance for sure. A balance, of course. Okay. What is your favorite quality about you? 
Oh, I love that. That's a good question. <laughs> oh gosh. Okay, let me think about that. Um Okay, I feel like I would say that I am a trustworthy and loyal person. I feel like people could come to me and I am not going to, you know, go and share their secret with the world. <laughs> I feel like um yeah, just with friends I'm a trustworthy person and I also feel like that with um, relationships. Like I feel like I give it my all and once I let those walls mm-hmm. down and let somebody in, um, I just feel like I do mm-hmm. try to give my friends my all and you're committed. Mm-hmm. You're a very committed person, I would say. Yeah. So I would say I would say that, but yeah, that's thank true. <laughs> I can I can vouch for that. Definitely thank trustworthy. You, thank friend. you. <laughs> um okay we're on our last two questions so what is the absolute worst color that was ever invented go red (laughs) that was my fastest answer i just don't really like red anything like i don't i don't own a single i don't own a single piece of red clothing i don't yeah like red cars sorry if you have a red car but that's just my least favorite color for a car um I just don't – I just feel like it's so yeah. harsh of a color, and I just don't like it. I don't it I don't think harsh. it looks good on me. I don't think it looks good on most people, but sorry. Is that too <laughs> mean to say? I just don't want no. – I just don't love it. And I, I also don't so – I feel like red-flavored things also are always my least favorite things. Like, because really? it's usually – Oh, my gosh. I would say they're my favorite. <laughs> do you like cherry-flavored things? You. Um – Okay, actually, cherry stuff not my favorite, but I'm just saying, like, if I open like a pack of like that's that's what I mean, like candy or something, like I don't know, I would gravitate t- more towards a red candy than a yellow or like an orange. Towards the red. <laughs> oh, right, right, right. I'm gravitating towards the orange for sure, but like for me, I usually most candy and stuff like the red is cherry. And I hate cherry artificial flavored things because it reminds me of the cherry medicine that we used to take as a kid, like the cough syrup, cherry stuff. So I don't know. I just, (laughs) that's that's my least favorite color, I think. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you, if you like red, don't, don't come for me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Um, Wait, I'm just curious. What would you say? Just rapid fire. Like what's your least favorite color? Um, I would say like a neon orange. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. True. If we're getting descriptive here, <laughs> poop brown. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I really like brown. <laughs> I like. Same. I wear like brown the most. Okay. Um. What What is one thing that never fails to motivate you? Oh my gosh, that's that's hard. Um. Okay. I would say, I think other people in my life motivate me to keep going. Like I feel like my Aww. my close people. Yeah. I think that they they're supportive and they motivate me with what I want to do and I see them doing amazing and cool things so it it just inspires me and and motivates me as well so yeah that's the, that's the first thing that comes to mind that's a great answer <laughs> thank you that's a great answer and I feel like that's such a awesome reflection of like the community that you've surrounded yourself with like the people that you mm-hmm. do call your closest friends and family like the fact that that's what they do for you, I feel like that is the goal for everyone. Like you should try to find those people in your life that motivate yeah. you and they don't tear you down. 
they don't discourage you, but they're encouraging you in like everything you're doing. And they themselves are encouraged in their own lives to like be better and and do better and work harder. Yeah. I think I'm very selective with, with those people in my life. And I feel like everybody that I know is super hardworking and they value, um, you know, what they do. So, um, so yeah. All right. Okay. My last question for you is what was one thing growing up that you were afraid of? So like something that like, Oh, (laughs) easy. Easy. Okay. Easy. I immediately, no, no further explanation. Spiders is, are my absolute, like, I knew that. Yeah. (laughs) I'm terrified of them. I used to have nightmares, night terrors, actually. Correction. Not nightmares, night terrors, where I would like wake up screaming, I would have nightmares of them like crawling at my bed. I just can't with Ooh. the spiders. I can't. Oh my and gosh, still to this day, funny. it's just that's my like fear, phobia, whatever. <laughs> I know. If, if I even mention that word, you like get all <laughs> squirmy. So that makes sense. <laughs> People like my friends know like they can't mention like certain spider words around me. And yeah. if you know, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my last question for you is what is one thing that you love that most people on social media might not know about you? Okay, I I don't know why I literally can't think of anything and this is what comes to mind. This is the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Okay, I <laughs> I would say um my like favorite one of my favorite foods ever, uh french fries. <gasps> Me too. I will literally any <laughs> any form of potato I will eat. So We're you name same. it. Hash browns. <laughs> French fries. Um, just regular French sweet potato fries. Um, any kind of potato. <laughs> That's my favorite food. You name it. That's my favorite food too. Yeah. But we knew that about each other. We, I don't, I, we did. Yeah. I, I don't. Oh. Oh my gosh. I, I don't remember if I told you that. I knew that about you. <laughs> I guess we order that every time. We do. I ordered that every time I go out. Oh, yeah. But um, yeah, that's what I would say. That's like the most random thing that could have come to mind. But Well, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Julia loves French fries. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. If you made it this far, thank you so much. We know this was a very long episode, but it was so fun to just ask each other these questions and if you have a best friend that you haven't asked each other these random and like, I don't know, fun and deep questions, that's such a fun thing to do. So totally recommend doing that with your friends. You can learn so much about them. And so definitely do that. And if you guys like this episode, be sure to let us know because we can totally do more episodes like this. So we hope you enjoyed this episode today. Please be sure to rate this podcast five stars and save this show to your library. This is how we keep this podcast going. So we absolutely need your support and appreciate it so much. We'll also be doing a Q&A each Wednesday every single week on our Instagram at Equipped Creatives where you can ask us anything you want to know. See you guys next time. Thanks for listening to the Equipped Creatives Podcast. For more education, go to www.equippedcreatives.com.